everyone, and thanks for tuning in to God's Size Stories. This is your host, Patricia Holbrook. On January 16th, I flew to Los Angeles to cover the Teal Carpet premiere of Season 4 of the series The Chosen for the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. For the next two weeks, we are sharing my interviews with actors and actresses, the producer and the director Dallas Jenkins. The Chosen is a global cultural phenomenon and the only one of its kind to reach such a broad success. It has reached 200 million views from 175 countries, 770 million episode views, and 12 million social media followers. It is dubbed in nearly 50 languages, with plans to subtitle or dub in more than 600 languages by the end of the series. The interviews this week cover my one-on-one interviews with uh, the actor Jonathan Rumi, who plays Jesus, Paris Patel, who plays Matthew, and other beloved authors that you do not want to miss. And then next week, we will share my interviews from the teal carpet. They call it teal carpet instead of red carpet because of the colors of the show. I know that you will enjoy this episode. And if you are blessed by my show, would you take a minute to subscribe and share it with your friends and family? And I want to thank those who have already been doing that. Well, let's dive right in. The first interview is with actor Brandon Potter, who plays the Roman official Quintus, and Yasmin Albutami, who plays the fictional character Rama. Here's the first interview. Exciting time to talk to the two of you, Rama and Quentin. So I just <laughs> played with them that, you know, we have like one of the most beloved characters in the season and one not so beloved, Quentin's, hey, you know. I'm, someone's so, got to do it. <laughs> somebody's got to do it. That's right. Well, I have a question for you first. So, okay. you know, you are, of course, representing Rome in this season. And you can see very easily, I am sure, uh, how some of the the Roman soldiers and other people are being impacted by the life of Jesus and his ministry. Yeah. Right. Tell me, why do you think that it was so hard for the Jews and the Romans to see that Jesus was who he said that he was? Because it upsets the established order, mm-hmm. and you know the established order keeps some people in money and power and mm-hmm. keeps other people away from money and power. Mm-hmm. And Jesus and his teachings, I think, I think th- threatens to upend that order, right? So on the Roman side, for example, uh, all the people in the tent city camping outside uh, of, the, of the city limits, they're hindering tax revenue for, mm-hmm. for Quintus, right? So that would keep him frustrated. And for the Pharisees and the, and the people in the leadership of the Jewish church, they, if, if people are no, no longer following their rules, then perhaps their prosperity is threatened. Mm-hmm. So 
I think that's why there's such a tense relationship between Jesus and the religious and, and political leaders. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think they'll stop at nothing to stop him. I think they'll even uh, ally with one another to mm -hmm. stop Jesus, which I think would be unthinkable unless there were a threat as credible as Jesus. Absolutely. Yeah. And it is kind of like what goes on in the world even today. Right. I was just right? thinking that yeah. we were talking about. Exactly. So it kind of mirrors a lot of what we see in society mm -hmm. where, you know, we, we just see this uh, many, many people rising against, uh, you know, the Christianity because it is one God and Jesus is the way and all of that. So it is really cool to see that, you know, in the season that portrayed to me. I always think about what goes on right now mm -hmm. in the world yeah. even. Well, now, Yasmin, the last season, you know, we had the favorite couple of the season. Oof. Right? Was, <laughs> yes. I feel like we're watching The Bachelor that's, or something. That's, like the way you that's that. right. Like, which that's one? Exactly. You know? <laughs> we had Peter, yes, Peter and Eden were the, were the favorite. And now mm -hmm. this, this season, I think it's going to be you and Thomas. Tell us a little bit about this season and, you and, and you, your character. Uh, so she comes back. Yay. I was so excited about that. And she has some news about, because obviously the way uh, season three ended is she went back to you know, try to convince her dad yes. about this romance with Thomas and getting together with Thomas and all of this. Um, and then still also hoping to, to hopefully he's, you know, more understanding of, of the way that she's choosing to live her life. So when she returns in season four, you see how all of that plays out. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and then obviously Thomas is still there. So there's that romance between them. And you see how that plays out. And I think she's also just still trying to intake as much information as possible, mm -hmm. uh, still learning. And, um, yeah, that's that's where we see her in season four. Yes. And it's a great, great, great uh, change, I think, in her character a little bit, a little more of that romance to see that in this season as well. Now, uh, Brandon, what do you expect of this season for the public that's going to hear you know, for a long time, Quintus has been the the guy that people love to hate. Uh, and I think in season four, they're just going to hate him. That's what I think is going to happen. Yeah. I'm trying to steal myself, uh, ready myself for it. Uh, it's a shocking season and Quintus uh, snaps. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you all so much for thank this time. You. I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you so much. On this second interview, I talked to actor Abe Bueno Jalad, who plays Big James in the series, and actress Vanessa Benaventi, who plays Mother Mary. Well, it's such a pleasure to be here talking to Abe and Vanessa. Nice How are you guys you. doing? Good. Very good. good. Ready for the season We're to kick off? Tomorrow's, <laughs> tomorrow's a big day. It is a big day. It's so exciting. Well, you know, I read something about the two of you that it just just made me think about the disciples because both of you had different careers when you started, oh, decided to act, that. right? So you, you were in the medical field, right? In the mental health world. Mental health Yeah, world. yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I worked... Um, Doing, um, I worked for a place called the Center for Rural and Community Behavioral Health in New Mexico, uh -huh. and we kind of tracked people who were going through basically on the edge mm -hmm. of mental or behavioral crises, and we saw how 
the services, if the services affected them, and also evaluating the services from ways that were culturally, linguistically, and communitarily integrated, as opposed to just handing mm. somebody a pill and saying, get better, oh, you know? So it kind of fits in line with a little bit about what we're yes, doing here. Absolutely. I didn't know this. This yeah. is very fascinating. See? You're welcome. I'm learning. Welcome. Thank you. Yes. And then you That's were awesome. an engineer, Vanessa. I was. Incredible. <laughs> I can't call myself an engineer anymore because I haven't practiced in so long. It's like I... I understand. You know. I'm, a, I'm a speech pathologist by <laughs> oh. trade, and I, you know, wow. and I don't practice anymore. So I totally understand. Yeah. Yeah. But, but what, caught, what, what caught my attention was that I thought, you know, this man that followed Jesus, right? They also had their lives. Oh, they had like, sense. you know, they had like a different career. When this man from Nazarene comes and says, "Follow me," and it's just so. That's why I, I thought I would have to bring that out. For you guys, but Vanessa, I want to start with you. So, season three, there's a big shift in this season. You mean season four? Sorry, season four. Sorry, sorry. Well, I I just wanted to make sure you were talking about season three. Shift. I know we could. uh, Season four, big shift for the mother of Jesus. I can imagine that that had to transform a little bit of your acting as well. Actually, you're not wrong. I feel like um, you know we left her in season three. Kind of like coming to terms with, oh, it's that time, mm-hmm. right? Um, the time is now, and uh, I've been dreading this ever since he was born, yes. probably, and uh, now it's upon me, right? And in season four, it's just a point of no return. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are on that journey now, and... Uh, for any mother mm-hmm. that it has to deal with coming to terms with the fact that his son will no longer be on this earth mm-hmm. and that she will outlive him yes. or her, it has to be heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, maybe not necessarily my acting, but definitely um, the stakes are so much higher. Yeah, it's a more intense season. So the, the, the intensity starts, For right? Sure. Like mm-hmm. a, the, the pressure starts. Yeah. And Abe, what about like with your character, right? How, how does it evolve this season? I think, you know, my character ends season three sort of talking about like, hey, is what we're doing bringing us the sort of attention that we want? Because things are getting a little scary. Mm-hmm. And I think in season four, we see exactly how scary things can get. Mm-hmm. Um, And that's pretty heavy, you know? So my character has to grow not only in his belief and convictions to stand firm in the face of fear, Mm -hmm. in the face of um, physical harm, Mm -hmm. you know, but to to do it in a way that also portrays growth, right? Not just the son of thunder from season two that wanted to get into it with some Samaritans, but what is this new James that still has that, um, I don't know, that, 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 that uh, authority, but isn't just using anger as a, as an overexercised part of his his personality and is really trying to grow. But we also see him get it wrong, you know, over and over again, which is so human. Absolutely. Like we we're continually, you know, re rechecking, re rechecking in with ourselves, trying to be 
true to our North Compass. Mm -hmm. And you know, I think that this is true to this season, not this season, but this show. Mm. You know, it's like it's bringing the reality of who these people were. We read about them in the Bible, but you guys have brought them, like they, they are the neighbors. They are the people that we know. You know, and for you, like with Mary, uh, tell me like how how has knowing her, and of course how important she is to the Christian faith, Knowing her, how has that impacted your faith and seeing what she's gone through? Well, I think these characters uh, really, in general, just um, are so inspiring. And they, um, I love how you said how um, uh, Big James is trying hard to, to reach something, but he gets it wrong. And I feel like that is what we all all struggle with. We are trying to be the best version of ourselves, but we have maybe times when we falter and we don't know what to do and we make the wrong decision. And that's not to say that, okay, well, then you're dismissed. Mm -hmm. It's really just there to make you work a little harder and make you um, uh, strive a little, uh, a little more towards that. Mm -hmm best version that you can be and um, I feel like that's that's a very important message mm -hmm, from this show wow this was great thank you so much thank and I look you. forward to seeing you guys in the red carpet tomorrow yeah. oh yeah thank you how exciting on this next interview I talk to actors Noah James who plays Andrew in the series and Paras Patel who plays Matthew So good to see you guys again since yes, last yes. year in the red carpet. It's great to see you. Lots of great things about this new season. I loved already watching a little bit of it, but I have to start with you, Paris. You are <laughs> one beloved you know, character in my country, in Brazil. Oh, yeah. I think you were one, yes. one of the favorites. Tell me, do you, did you have any fan interactions like that you would like to tell us about it? It was really special. I... Uh, for me, all of them is special because they're all so unique because it represents how each of you have felt and how you connect to the show. But there was, um, you know, I think season three premiered in Brazil in August in the theaters. And there was a supporter there who has who made Matthew Spoon made out of wood. And she said it was from the Amazon. And so she I'm hoping she was saying she would want to gift it to me. So I'm hoping that can happen. But that that's a very special interaction. It just goes to speak how much love I receive from Brazil yes. uh, every day. Um, I can even show you my phone right now. And I'll just say Brazil with the heart and, and the flag and everything. So th that kind of love keeps me going. And it's been... Um, I'm just so grateful. That's wonderful. Well, I, you are owing me a Portuguese I know, interview. I, but, but I did, I did learn some. And, and, uh, you know, so, uh, you know, Go ahead. Muito bem. Muito bem. Muito bem. Wow. That's so cool. Well, Noah, so you play Jesus' first disciple, really, right? The first one to follow him. Tell me, like, tell me a little bit about the evolution of your character in the series and what we are to expect in season four. Yeah, it's a great question because as soon as Andrew sees Jesus, it's like, he's the Messiah, drop everything. I and so you see Andrew run to Simon and say, the Romans don't matter, nothing else matters, the Messiah is here. Like, stop sulking, please. Yeah. But what 
I have found fascinating about Andrew's journey is that Andrew has had to learn that just because Jesus has arrived, it doesn't mean all the problems go away or that all the questions are answered. In some ways, it's become more challenging, more difficult. They're more in danger than ever before. And so to reconcile that of going, well, shouldn't we all be okay now? And why are things going so poorly in a lot of ways? Um, and we see in season four that it, it only gets more and more dangerous. And the disciples don't know how to handle it. They don't know how to protect Jesus if they even should be protect if it's their job to protect Jesus or if Jesus is supposed to protect them are they supposed to raise up an army against Rome no one really knows how to handle it and we obviously looking back 2000 years we can have our own you know obviously hindsight is 2020 but for them they are very much in the dark they don't quite understand how to handle it absolutely yes and it's easy to see of course like you said absolutely now Tell me this. We this season, one of my favorite uh, scenes, you know, or parts that I've seen, deals. And as a matter of fact, this season deals with a lot of like issues that we all like face in life. Mm -hmm. This one season with you is forgiveness. Yes. Oh my gosh, I cried on that scene. By the way, that was just so beautiful. Tell me, did that speak to you personally in some way, in, in any way? I. You know, when it comes to forgiveness, how can we all not relate to that? I think we've all been there. I think we've all been on the receiving end of that or, you know, the giving end uh, when it comes to forgiveness. I, For me, that was a moment I have been waiting to have happened since the beginning. So just to know that and, and it was with, you know, Simon Peter, who I, I love working with, it was just that bond was there. And it was just, um, I, I just... I was just really excited to get into it. So it was more meaningful to, for me personally. But I think um, I love what what it portrayed in that forgiveness does not have a clear picture. It's messy. It's mixed up. You don't always get what you want. And for Matthew, someone like that who's just trying to do his best and learning in that way, um, it's just uh, a great journey, a part of his journey that we all get to see this season. Yes, and you see that part that is like it's not uh, it's not a suggestion, right? Forgiveness is not a suggestion when it comes to Jesus. Yeah, you know it is something that we we have to extend to receive. Yes. and I, I see that in such a beautiful way. Both of you portrayed very pretty, beautifully. Now, one last question for you. Uh, tell me, like, what are what's the public? What do you think that they're going to gather the most from this season? I think that. Like the whole story itself, we know how dark it gets, we know how dire, but we also know the end of the story, and there's a reason that the story does not end at the crucifixion. And so I think that this season is representational of that. It gets very dark and very challenging, but it's an invitation saying, trust us. You know, there's a reason we get to the end of these difficult moments, and that's what I hope people take away from it, is that light at the end of the tunnel. That's beautiful. Well, muito obrigada. Thank you so much. And I'll see you in the red carpet. Yes, see you tomorrow. Yes, see you tomorrow. Thank you. The last interview for this week is with actor Jonathan Rumi, who plays Jesus in the series. Jonathan, such a pleasure to talk to you again. Likewise, Patricia. Are you excited about this new season? Oh, I'm very excited. It's very exciting. A lot of big things this season. Yes. Well, there's a major major shift right, that starts occurring this season. Mm -hmm. So tell me how 
you, I, I would think that that has impacted a lot your acting. I even I saw right in this first three episodes. Mm. Tell me a little bit about how it changed for you this season. Well, I think we started to explore themes of loss in a way that we hadn't before and in a way that haven't really been explored so much for the character of Jesus in, in most depictions that have existed. So it felt like, you know, we were entering foreign territory in, in many ways. Um, but, you know, I just, I just trusted what's on the page and uh, prayed through the whole process. And uh, now I, I can't wait to see what they've done with it all. So <laughs> Beautiful. Oh, thank you. Well, I know that you have been an actor for a long time. You, you actually went to school mm -hmm. for filming and everything. And so you've been doing this for a long time. When you were invited to start the season, did you ever imagine that it would become this global phenomenon? No, I didn't imagine that it would. I, I had hoped it would, but you don't quite know exactly what that's like until you, you go through the process. Uh, in fact, I, I document a lot of that process in a, in a documentary I just released called Jonathan and Jesus, and it's essentially about playing this character as, as I've done with The Chosen and then having you know, these, these uh, conversations with uh, a variety of people, artists, musicians, pastors all around the world, and, and meeting the fans and what it's like to, to experience even with the fans this, this identity with Jesus. So it's been, it's been quite a wild ride. Yes, and I'll tell you that this is my favorite thing about this series, right? We've, we've all seen Jesus movies, but this is the first time to me that it's like, it's a Jesus that you, you could be your, your neighbor, it mm. could be right there in your village, you <laughs> know, it's right. just like, I love like how raw you are with, mm. with your acting, and, and I believe that you're portraying him in a beautiful way. Thank you. How has that impacted your spiritual life? I think it's deepened it, you know, it's just deepened it exponentially and, and made me want to to know him and portray him as authentically as as i possibly can mm -hmm. tell me about your fans because you just mentioned fans yeah. so is there like greatest fans in the world i know right yeah. uh, so i'm from brazil and you okay. know did, did you go to the brazil premiere last year too no, or you didn't get to go but this year i'll be going you will be going mm -hmm. awesome well, you know, I have a big following in Brazil, and awesome. they, they were excited about this interview. Well, <laughs> what do you expect from the Brazilian people after you've seen all the flags? Like, lots of flags. <laughs> they love the flags. Every time I do a live stream, there's like 50 flags from everybody that's from Brazil. So I know who's from Brazil immediately, and for the duration of the live stream, which is just beautiful. Yeah. I, I love how how proud Brazilians are of who they are and their identity, and how much they love Christ and. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about going there and, and yeah. seeing and meeting a, a bunch of Brazilians. That's wonderful. Well, just, you know, Brazil is one of the countries where Christianity is growing the most mm, in the world. That's right. And so I, I do trust and believe that this series has helped that so much. You know, there are a lot of Thanks new God. believers in Brazil. So awesome. I'm so grateful for your, for your for what you do and uh, love this new season. So thank you so thank much. You. I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Thank you so much, Patricia. Appreciate it. Well, I hope you enjoyed these interviews. If you haven't yet, please take a moment to subscribe so you don't miss the interviews that are coming up. We have a calendar full of conversations with incredible actors, best-selling authors, and ministry leaders. Next week, tune in to listen to my interviews from the teal carpet with other actors, actresses, and the director 
Dallas Jenkins. By the way, if you look at earlier episodes on my show, you will find my one-on-one interview with Dallas Jenkins in early 2023 when he addresses some of the critics of the series and other subjects. Well, until we meet again, may God continue to bless you and keep you as he writes your own God-sized story. Thanks for listening.